All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Um, and it is uh, 10 p.m. on a Wednesday night. Uh, and um, I, I just had a little bit of spare time. Uh, I've been in the library all fucking day um, doing a bunch of schoolwork. I actually had two exams today, and I fucking whooped their asses, and, uh, yeah, man, I didn't, this is, this is really, like, for me, this is the dog days of, 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 uh, the semester, uh, <clears throat> as you guys know, um, I'm, an, I'm in my fourth year of college right now, and, uh, and, uh, it's, and you know, and it's crazy too, because I'm not even, I've talked about this, <laughs> I know I've talked about this already, but, uh, I still got like a year to go. I got a, I got like a full another year to go. So I'm going to be a five-year student, not a four-year student because I'm fucking, I'm fucking retarded and slow and <laughs> no, it's, it's, I'm not, I'm not in a hurry, man. I'm not, well, you know, it, I, it, it, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to look at it from a perspective where it's like, my life is probably going to be, like, about the same when I start working. No, it's going to be a little bit harder, I think. It's going to be a little bit harder, but also it's also going to be a little bit more rewarding, I think. Because I'm going to be teaching and stuff, so I'm going to have a full-time job. And, and I'm pretty sure that's going to be hard, man. That's going to be pretty difficult. Uh, because I just, yeah, I know I know it's going to be difficult because it's... I'm going to push myself to do the best that I can, you know. Um, so I know that that shit and then just settling into new shit like the college life for me, I've already been doing it for so long, so I'm like I'm used to this shit. But yeah, man. It's crazy. I I, I hear a lot about how teachers uh really really like enjoy like the first 5 years of teaching. But then after that, it gets really, really boring because it's just the same stuff over and over again. And I'm really scared of that because at least in college, you have different classes every semester. And and it's like, I honestly, I fucking love college. At, at least right now, I do. At least right now. Um, I know I had told you guys about how like scared I was of this semester and uh, how depressed I was that it was starting again, and, you know, every semester is getting more and more difficult, but I've just, you know, I've really, really come to just embrace the challenges, and I just, I, I don't, I know it's gonna sound nerdy as fuck, but I, I've really come around to, I like learning shit, like, it's, you know, I'm in the library this semester, more than any semester, I'm just doing the most amount of work, I'm in the library the most amount of time, and I'm really cracking those books, man, I'm really cracking those books open, and so, uh, yeah, I don't know, it just, it should, you know, it makes you, you know, like, it just, when you, when you're, <clears throat> like, right now, like, you know, I was in the library all, all day long, all day long, all along, um, I took, you know, I took my dog to walk in the morning, ate some breakfast, went to the library, uh, probably like around five o'clock, I had like a late lunch, and then went back to the library, and now it's nine o'clock, and I like just got out, so it's, it's crazy that, <laughs> it's crazy that, uh, the people who work there, and, you know, the, 
librarians and stuff just they know me so well <laughs> like hey what's going on <laughs> it's funny yeah I'm, the, I'm like yeah um and you know it's not even that i get a i, I get a pretty late start because i wake up pretty late um i go to sleep late man and i know it's not the best thing to do but i stay i like i don't stay up late doing stupid shit like i stay up doing work and I feel comfortable doing work at night. Like, some of my best ideas just hit me in the fucking, like, right before I'm going to go to bed or something. Like, I, I don't know. My brain just really turns on at night. So, yeah, I usually show up to the library, like, around, right, like, around 10, 10.30. And so, um, yeah. Uh, but I'm definitely, like, the last one out. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. It's really crazy that I haven't gotten a chance to talk to other college students. Because I, I wonder what the fuck they think about college. I wonder how they look at it. Because I know there's this crazy, like, stereotype of that, that you know... There's a stereotype, I think, generally in, in America that's like... College students don't really do anything and they just party so much. And it's like, I don't, I don't, I've just never really seen college, I've never talked to college students, I don't, I don't know. If anything, I've seen a lot of, like, nerdy-ass college students who just, like, I see a lot of people at the library who are just like me, they're all fucking day long, so, I don't know, maybe, maybe COVID is kind of thinning out that crowd of, <clears throat> of the crazy party animals, but, um, you know what's crazy, too, is that, I think it was, like, a couple days ago, or maybe even yesterday, man, the library was just fucking packed. It was packed. I'd never seen that many people since COVID hit, man. It's, dude, if these vaccines roll out and everything goes back to normal, man, that is going to hit me hard. That is going to hit me hard. It's going to hit everyone hard, I, I think, but I think me more because... I've been going to the library every, like, single day. I do everything there. And ever since COVID hit, ever since COVID hit, uh, in the springtime, they closed everything down. But when they opened again in the fall of 2020, um, I was, like, I was so excited to go. And I was like, maybe there's going to be people. There's no one, man. That place was a ghost town. And I'm talking about a college library. Like, fuck it, a huge-ass library. Um... And it's just crazy that, I, like, I, I remember that vividly, man. I just walked in there, and, like, when I had left in the spring, that place was always packed. Fucking packed, man. That shit was always packed. It was hard to find a fucking computer, dude. That shit was always packed. And then they even had, like, a little, they have, like, a little fucking coffee shop and shit in there. And there's just people everywhere, man. You would literally have to, like, wait for shit. And it's crazy just thinking about that now because I got like a little taste of that, uh, like a, like I was it like a couple of days ago or yesterday, I don't remember, but somehow there was actually like a pretty decent amount of people, not as much as you know before COVID, but there was it was the most since COVID, um, and I was freaking out, man. I was freaking out. I don't know. I guess this semester a lot more students are just coming back. I I, I don't know, but. I was, I was walking around and I have like my little, I have like my little schedule, my thing. I have my little private room that I've been going to for since last semester is just like, I, you know, 
and then I, t- yeah, the other day I showed up, and someone was in there, I was like, what the fuck, dude, I was like, I don't know, like, I was kind of excited, I was like, oh shit, there's people here, but then I, like, I tried finding another room, and every, all the rooms were fucking full, dude, so, <laughs> it quickly turned to anger, I was like, fuck, I hate people, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that was pretty funny, but, uh, yeah, man, imagine, like, when all this shit ends and everything goes back to normal, dude, that's gonna be crazy, because, shit, man, I don't know, I'm gonna see how that does with my social life, I don't know, fuck, I don't know, man, but, um, anyways, yeah, dude, like, fuck, I've just been at the library all day, um, this semester is going really good, it's going really good, I, I've, you know, I'm fucking... I'm taking a lot of classes, and it's a lot of work, but I'm fucking knocking it out, dude, I'm fucking, I, I just finished one of the, one of my, one of the first books of the semester, um, and I actually put it on Twitter and Instagram that I was trying to finish it, um, but, uh, yeah, I finished reading Washington's Revolution for my, uh, American military history class, um, and, uh, I don't know, I don't really want to talk about it too much, because I don't know if you guys would be interested, but, um, you guys know that I, I have, I, I had troubles, like, pushing myself and motivating myself to, like, do such, like, hard work as, like, reading a book, you know, and, 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 and I know a lot of you guys probably, like, you just read normally, but for me, like, growing up, middle school, high school, I just fucking never read anything, man, I hated that shit, and I still do think I suck at reading, man, I, I know this is a cop-out, and a lot of people say it, but I seriously think I have, like, a little bit of ADHD, a little bit of dyslexia, because, man, it, it takes me a lot longer than the average person to read a book, and I'm, I'm telling you, like, I'll be pushing myself to finish it, and, um, yeah, um, there's, I have probably, like, what do I have, I have, like, one, two, three, I have four, four more books that I have to read, uh, this semester that are assigned to me, um, that are not textbooks, they're, like, uh, they're, like, uh, what, yeah, nonfiction history books, yeah, um, and so, oh, man, um, Washington's Revolution took me about two weeks, uh, and it's about three, it's 300 pages, yeah, 300 pages in total, um, and, and I will admit, there was a few days there, there, there's more than a few days where I didn't have time to read, so I didn't read at all, so I think, in total, if I would have just read for, like, five hours every single day, I would have probably finished in a week, probably something like that, but, you know, there's just other shit I had to do, but, uh, the, the one that I'm scared of is this book about, um, <laughs> I can't believe I'm blanking on his name, I got it right here, uh, come on, two fucking names, German motherfucker, uh, Bismarck, Otto von Bismarck, uh, and that thing is, let me, you know what, let me just look at it. Bismarck, A Life by Jonathan Steinberg. Um, there's some free advertising for you, Mr. Steinberg. 
And um, this one is, ooh, man, this thing is like size 10 font, big ass pages that feel like just the skinniest type of paper ever and just the thickest book. The girth of this thing in my hand is just, oh, man, making my stomach just turn. But I got to fucking read it, man. Uh, but this one isn't due until, like, towards the end of the semester, so I've still got a lot of time. But, man, this one is going to take me weeks. It's, like, 500 pages. It's, like, it's 480 pages. Jesus. Man, this thing is huge. I don't know too much about Otto von Bismarck, um, but I have learned a lot about him in, in history classes, but I just haven't remember too much about him um i do know that he was sort of like instrumental in in um uh unifying all of these like german states that were like super like germany like historically i think after the roman empire collapsed was just made up of just a shit ton of like tiny little states and they all spoke like their different languages and shit and I think he was one of the guys, if if I'm correct, I don't know, um, that like really helped in unifying them. And I, I'm pretty sure they also went to war. I, oh man, what was it like Russia or uh, Prussia or Austria or something like that? I think Prussia is part of Germany, uh, so I think they go to war with Austria or something like that. But man, yeah. Um, I know I know he's a very important person in history, and I'm really excited to read the book because I really want to like you know know what the fuck happened there. But um, I <laughs> the thing about it is that <laughs> reading about Washington and the Revolution to me was a lot more like a lot more interesting. And I'm gonna be teaching eighth grade U.S. history, so like to me like that book I was like ooh like yeah I need to pound that thing out. But, like, Bismarck, it's like, uh, like, shit. It's like, uh, I really got to learn about this guy, but, fuck, you know, I, I hope I learn a lot. You know, I'm totally going to fucking, but if, you know, what I'm trying, the, the thing I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say, I guess, is that I wish the Washington's Revolution book would have been as big as the Bismarck book, and the Bismarck book would have been as, big uh, as little as the Washington book but either way I mean I don't know I mean maybe there's just a lot more that Bismarck did and shit um but yeah reading reading Washington's revolution really like I, I don't know I, I feel like that book I the book was uh it was literally about George Washington and his um, contribution to the revolution like directly directly like it, it deviated very little from his side of the revolution which is something that really caught me by surprise because i thought it was going to be including a lot more about the revolution and a lot more about all of the battles um but it like really like barely mentions the ones that washington is in but the book is still really important because washington was like the the biggest you know he 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 was the most like he literally led the Continental Army. So, like, it's... I don't want to fucking... <laughs> I don't want to turn this into a history class, but... Um, I just thought the book was going to be a little bit different, but um, 
I, you know, in hindsight, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be reading a lot more uh, American Revolutionary History books and stuff. But uh, I got a sneeze loaded up here. Come on. Oh, man. You know, when you got one in the chamber, but it just won't come out. Um, but, uh, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, reading, man. Reading is literally like just, it's, reading is, you know, the, the epitome, I guess you could say, you know, the, the apex of learning that, that they, there's a direct correlation there. And that's why, you know, I've really been enjoying these books because I'm, I am fucking learning so much from them, but it's crazy when you, it's crazy like how I, I don't know, because I never used to read any of the books that they assigned to me in, in school. Like reading, literally all of the books my professors used to like assign to me anything, textbooks, anything, unless it was like a certain little chapter that I had to read or something like that, I would just look up like the spark notes on it and just see like, I would do the bare minimum. I wouldn't read shit, man. I wouldn't read the book. But now reading it, it's like, man, the most gratifying thing is when you have to write a paper and you've read the entire book about the subject and you just, it just spills right out of you. It's just, it's so much easier. It's so much better. Just fucking do what your professors tell you. If I have any advice for freshmen out there, just fucking read, man. Read, read the shit. Make sure you know the subject before you do any work on it. It's it's as simple as that. There's no way around it. Yeah, you'll, you're going to find some assignments on Quizlet and shit like that. But, like, eventually, if you get to, to the upper level history classes, they're going to be asking you questions that are not on Quizlet, believe me. And you actually really do have to know. And when you, you, know, when you cross that line, you, you might as well just start reading everything. Um, there's going to be position papers and shit. And there's just no way around it. You just have to know what the fuck you're talking about because your professor is going to know if you don't. Um, and and that is really gratifying, man. And I think I talked about how I had to write a paper about the Cold War. And going into it, I didn't know that much about it. And I was thinking about just winging it, too. I was thinking about it, man. I was like, fuck, maybe I should just, maybe I could get away with just winging it. But I said, fuck it. I read the book. I did all kinds of research, and when I wrote that paper, man, it took me like, you know, dude, I wrote that thing so fast, like, because everything just spilled out of me, uh, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's really one of, like, the satisfying things about all this work, that, that, that's, that's really one of the things about learning, too, is that it's really hard when everyone everyone knows what hard work is, what it truly means. And a really big part about hard work is that you have to do it when no one else is watching. You have to do it in the dark. You have to do it in the background. You just have to you have to grind it out, man. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be on my Tim Robbins shit, but that's just the key to it, man. You just, it's shitty, slow, fucking boring ass, tedious work. Um, 
not always, not always, but that's what it is. And sorry, but your prof your professors who are grading your paper have 30 other ones to grade and they don't give a shit about, you know, your you're not unique in any way, you know, you you either know it or you don't, you, you know, and and like uh, what I'm trying to say is that like there's just not enough emphasis in society on rewarding people for for their educational and their knowledge virtues and what i mean by that is like the no one gives a fuck what you know no one gives a fuck what you know not really um i have yet to come to like use any of my law of my knowledge and i'm sure when you go out there into your career field or whatever the fuck you do you're gonna use that shit but in large part throughout the entirety of college man you're gonna be learning so much shit and barely ever have chances to like really like unless you have like a powerpoint presentation in front of the class or something like that you're just never gonna be able to like show how much knowledge you've gained and like show off to people how much you've learned and that shit sucks, man, because it's really rewarding when you do get the chance to do that. It's like it's like it's like when your parents, you know, hang up your grades on the refrigerator, you know, like that shit feels good. But in college, like you'll be lucky if you get any of that shit. And 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 it, it really sucks that you have to go so long without it, but that's just that's how it is, man. Um So yeah. It's just, it's just a slow grind, and you gotta do the work. And I definitely did a bunch of work today that no one's gonna give a fuck about. And I'm, you know, I'll have to wait another whole year before I start teaching before anyone even realizes what the fuck I learned and that I can actually, that I actually know about it. Um. But uh, yeah. Uh, I was at school all day. Uh, oh, I do have a little announcement. I have a little announcement, <laughs> and it's actually a development uh, that just occurred. Um, just occurred uh, a few hours ago when I was at the library. So, you know, um, I was watching like media site, you know, the professor and the lecture and stuff. But you know, what? I've been in, I've been there all day, so I take a little break, man. I take a little break every now and then. And I took a little break, and it, it went on a little bit longer than I had intended it to. Um, usually, what I do with the media sites, like I for this guy, this professor, who's really fucking cool, by the way, history professor, um, I was, uh, damn, I just, I was really distracted because I want to tell you something about him, but I, I don't want you guys to know. I, I don't want to dox this guy. But, uh, I'm gonna tell you guys. <laughs> my professor actually is not gonna dox him in any way. My professor actually went to school, literally in class, with one of the last two people who died in Vietnam. So, uh, and it's crazy too because I was just watching. Um, man, I've been putting off Ken Burns' Vietnam War for so long, but. Uh, last semester we learned about it, and I didn't have any fucking time to watch, and I'm pissed. 
I'm pissed that I wasn't able to watch it before I did my Cold War uh, paper, which would it would have helped so much. But um, but yeah, it was it was it was crazy. Like, oh man, I can't believe I haven't talked to you guys about this before. But I just watched the Ken Burns uh, Vietnam documentary about I oh, was it like a couple weeks ago. Oh my god, man, it, fucking shit, that is gotta be the best documentary i've ever seen the way he uses music and then the like these little cuts god damn it's fucking cool it's so interesting the way he puts everything is just so cool and then like the 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 speaking guests that he has on there like the people who are actually in vietnam and shit like god damn they just have some really fucking cool stories and they just seem like people who like just perfectly chosen like to tell the story of Vietnam and it's like man like oh, yeah there's this there's this part where the guy he's all talking about how like he, they were in uh, I think they were in uh, oh what was it called in Saigon yeah they were in Saigon yeah and uh this was like amidst the I think it was amidst the Tet Offensive and there's all kinds of crazy shit going on in Saigon so it's become literally like a war fucking like a like an area for war or whatever you want to call it. Um, and there's this uh, soldier who, American soldier who's uh, like you know just chilling there you know amidst this war, and him and his buddies decide to go like fuck a prostitute or something. You know, I, I'm guessing the way he put it, she was like like underage and like he just felt all fucked up about it, and he was all talking about like you see a, you see a Viet Cong or something running around you know, running from gunfire, people throwing things at him, trying to shoot him or something like that. He, he might have done something, you know, everyone, there's a lot going on and, you know, you never know, you know, what someone did or something like that. And he's like, but that girl, he's like, nah. He goes, nah, she didn't deserve that. <laughs> I was just like, fuck, man, the way he put it, it was just like, man, you could tell the guilt was just fucking with him. But, <clears throat> um... Yeah, man, if you guys haven't seen the Vietnam War by Ken Burns, just, and it's crazy, I'm watching, <laughs> Ken Burns, <laughs> Ken Burns is the last television that I'm watching, it's, it's, it's the only shit that I watch now, and I watch probably like an hour of it every day, like just a bare minimum hour of it, and it's just like, I don't have, I, I, like, I, like I said, man, I, I'm doing so much work, and I, I don't have any time for anything. So when I get home at night, like right now, I have I was thinking maybe I feel a little bit on, but I've got some scholarship papers and <laughs> I got some fucking I gotta finish this video that I didn't finish before the library closed just a second ago. So I'm not gonna have time tonight, but I think it's uh, definitely the weekends are when I get time to watch my Ken Burns. But I've watched the one on Jack Johnson. I've watched the one on. Thomas Jefferson, I've watched the one on the Lewis and Clark expedition, and I've just been watching all of them, and they're fucking great, man, because you fucking learn, you just learn, and I pay attention, I'll be like, probably glancing at my phone every now and then, but I'll really be watching that shit and learning from it, so, that's, I highly recommend Ken Burns, like, like, you know, come on, if, 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 if you want to stay productive, the least bit productive while sitting in your house and watching something, like, just throw on some Ken Burns. Um, the next thing I'm really looking forward to watching by Ken Burns is the, the West and I'm, oh damn, I'm looking so forward to watching that shit. 
But uh, right now I'm actually watching the Dust Bowl one, and it's pr- it's pretty fucking crazy so far. But I'm barely like you know just starting to crack into it. Um, but so far all of the ones that I watch, man, the Vietnam War, god damn that shit's insane. Um, the music, god damn. There's a part about it where they talk about how there was just such crazy good music like during like all that crazy shit and just how it really set the theme of such a crazy fucking time like they're playing like all kinds you know fucking uh, i think uh they're playing like uh, janice joplin they're playing rolling stones they're playing like all this super good 70s music and then he's got like these crazy cutscenes of the war um, i think my favorite part was when he plays uh oh it was it was woodstock they had the woodstock concert i don't remember when it was man i don't remember when it was i I don't know it was i don't remember when woodstock what exact year it was but i man i know fucking vietnam was literally like at its height during that time um and so they do this cut of uh santana's um soul sacrifice and it's so crazy man they god like the way they cut between like the fighting and the craziness of woodstock and just this cultural explosion like juxtaposed to like the people who are like just in having the time of their lives at woodstock and the people who are just like fucking fighting you know like in the shitty war in vietnam same u.s americans you know in this you know in the same like ages of their lives very young you know kids you know one's fighting for this shitty war one's having the time of life at woodstock it's like god damn that was just a crazy fucking thing to see and and it was so crazy to see that my professor literally like a month before that was showing us like the exact same shit which brings me to like circling back right just now i know i went on forever about this but my professor actually went to school with one of the last two people to die in vietnam and they were like literally he told it word for word the way it happened that the the vietnam war documentary by ken burns told it like literally word for word I would, dude, I fucking jumped out of my seat. I was like, holy shit, he was right. <laughs> it was like, I didn't think he was lying, but I didn't think that Ken Burns was going to, like, I guess the way these last two U.S. soldiers died was, like, um, kind of, I don't, I'm not too sure why. I mean, to, to me, it's like the last person to die in a war is, like, a little less redeemable i guess or a little bit less memorable than the first person i mean christmas addicts the start of the revolutionary war uh lexington conquered the first shot of the war you know you 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 know the first people you know france Ferdinand. um uh, what was it uh yeah for world war ii there wasn't exactly yeah world war ii didn't exactly have the very first person to die but um yeah throughout history you always kind of hear about like the first people you know and 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 it's crazy because yeah that that's that's like a really important uh important time or something like that that they'll always like refer to you know historians and stuff but 
I never really thought like the last people to die in the Vietnam War would like be have like this little section uh in the documentary that they talked about. But they they literally did, and I guess I think it's because the way they died. Uh, this was when they were evacuating um, as many South Vietnamese and troops uh, as they could before the Viet Cong eventually took over Saigon. Um, and I think it was because they were acting out of out of you know out of heroism, um, trying to evacuate these people. But nonetheless yeah my professor went to school with one of those guys it's crazy um because it's crazy just because of the sheer coincidence it's not like you know any you know nothing beyond that um but it is i mean what a coincidence i mean fifty eight thousand americans died in, in the vietnam war and he went to school with one of the last ones. that's that's a one in fifty eight thousand chance so so i thought that was super crazy but uh um what was I gonna what was I even I mean what was I getting to? And yeah, I mean go watch the fucking documentary, that shit's so fucking cool. And it's crazy that that, that shit was on Netflix for so long and I just I just put it off for so long, man. But um and it's not an easy watch. It's not. It took me like a week to get through it. Like I, I yeah, like I was fucking you really have to put everything down and pay attention to that shit at least i did because i was already just so interested in it and i knew that i was gonna have to pay attention but oh yeah um yeah so that's that's as much as i want to talk about school in this episode because i know you guys are probably fucking bored listening to this shit but um (sighs) i yeah just a couple of hours ago when i was uh at the college i was you know I was, uh, what is the word for it? Taking a little break. Taking a little break from, from, from the schoolwork. Um, and, um, and I was doing, oh, oh yeah, what I do is I, I throw on the media site lectures in the background and I have a Word file open and I have a eBay window open. And I'll just go on eBay and just scroll through a bunch of random shit whatever menswear jackets pants uh, random shit furniture uh pins pins for for some reason pins like just always pop up and i always end up just going through a bunch of them and i'm talking about like these little like uh pins like they clothes pins that you like put on your jacket or whatever like memorabilia stuff like that um they've got some really crazy fucking world war ii era pins and stuff like that from the soviet union and Man, like, <laughs> I really want to buy one of those, like, fucking original $50 one, but I, I don't, I really shouldn't. Um, but, um, yeah, and then, like, patches and just arts and crafts type shit. And I'll be, like, scrolling and stuff while listening to the media site lecture. And if I hear him say, if, yeah, if I hear the professor say something, like, really important, then I'll go to the Word document and write it down, you know, so I can, like, take notes and also, like, just um kind of window shop while you know at the same time and that's really been like a good fucking that's uh, that's that's been a pretty good uh little uh system that i got there for my history classes but um but yeah uh, i've been doing that and today i was doing like just a bunch of random window shopping and i actually made a crazy purchase today and uh, fuck man this is 
I know it's not good because I already have so much clothes. And that's my weakness. That's that's my weakness. That's my... Sorry, but I'm fucking with this little... Uh... I Every time I do this podcast, I always like grab the little something that I can fiddle with. And I right now I have this uh this super fake, really shitty, like torn fucking this thing is really fucked up, really old and bad shape, uh little Swiss army knife. But uh yeah, you know, I just need a little something to fuck with when I'm doing this because I get I get a little bored. But um uh fuck, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. Um I've yeah, I know I've been telling you guys that I shouldn't buy more shit man I shouldn't buy but I've been buying I've been buying man I right right like around New Year's right like around New Year's I wasn't I actually like I it's been a while it's been a while since I bought anything it's been a while it's been it's been probably like what fuck i'm trying to think man this winter this winter or yeah like probably november december i really haven't spent that much other than furniture furniture like i i already talked about this extensively but i fucking completely bought a whole new set of furniture for my living room and that was fucking expensive man i went broke from that (laughs) but Aside from that, I hadn't bought, I have not bought that much clothing. I haven't. I, I've been, I hunker down and I haven't bought, yeah, I haven't bought anything. But this year so far, I bought three pairs of boots. Hold on, hold on. I know, I know what it sounds like, but I bought three pairs of cowboy boots. You know, I'm, I'm a cowboy. Uh, <laughs> I bought three pairs of cowboy boots. I've bought uh, two pairs of pants, three pairs of pants, three pairs of pants. Probably like a shirt. Probably like no, no shirts. Uh, so yeah, three pairs of pants, three pairs of cowboy boots, um, and and what else? And that's it. Oh, I bought a jacket. I bought a oh yeah, I bought a I bought like a jacket for like thirty dollars, um, in December. So I bought a jacket for thirty dollars in December. That was like the only purchase I had that month. That was jacket and not furniture. It was a, it was a is a uh, polo Ralph Lauren, um, like a really it was a really good deal on eBay for a polo Ralph Lauren. Um, it's almost like it's like a painter's jacket. It's a, it's a, it's, it's like a painter's, uh, jacket. It's like a denim jacket, but not in the traditional denim jacket, uh, pattern. It has, it, it looks exactly like a denim jacket, but instead of like having like the, 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 what is it like the chest pockets that you always see on denim jackets and like, just picture Levi's jacket. It's a little bit different from that because the pockets have like an opening where you can like stick 
uh, it's a little, it's a lot more for utility. And I, that's why I call it a painter's jacket because it, it just looks a lot more. And then, yeah. And then it also has like a, like a, like a corduroy collar. So it is, it is not the traditional Levi's jacket, denim jacket. It's a little bit different, but it is Polo Ralph Lauren and it was $30 on eBay. So, and MSRP on those bad boys are like 200, 250 or something like that. Brand new, um, you know, provided it is brand new, but, uh, this one was a little bit worn in and that's perfect for me because denim jackets look fucking great worn in or brand new, whatever it is. And this one was just barely a little bit worn in. And I knew it was going to be a beater jacket right, right when I saw it. Um, as a matter of fact, the entire winter that I was working on my living room, and I mean like sanding shit, putting shit together, uh, staining shit, painting shit, plastering shit, all of that stuff I did with this denim jacket. Like, And so it's got like a bunch of paint marks and stuff. That That's my beater jacket, man. I fucking love it. And I just I, – I throw that thing around everywhere. And it is Polo Ralph Lauren. Like, it just, it's really cool to have, like, that little subtle flex. Um, but uh, other than that, yeah, other, that that was in December. But, um, yeah, three, where was I? Three pairs of cowboy boots, three pairs of pants. Um, and then, and then today. And then today, this next big purchase that I made today. So, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Three pairs of cowboy boots three pairs of pants I'll tell you right now and then but this next thing that I bought was more than all six of those things combined because it was and 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 get this get this this is where I redeem myself I bought a polo Ralph Lauren jacket on sale on sale uh, literally probably like 75% off from where, from, from what it, what is originally goes for. Um, I bought, oh my God, I'm so excited for this jacket, dude. Oh my God, dude. Like I've been wanting this jacket for like two years and I'm not fucking around. Like I've wanted this jacket for two years and I, unlike other things, there's like a lot of Polo Ralph Lauren. There's a lot of like St. Laurent jackets and stuff that are just so fucking cool. And I've made my way. I've, I've made it through not buying, you know, spending a thousand dollars on a jacket. Not because I only, not only because I can't afford it, but because I've been able to buy like alternatives. And that is like a main thing about my wardrobe is that it's, it's you almost everything in my wardrobe has been inspired by like luxury and like fashion pieces and stuff. I have uh, I have both of my my uh, my brown leather and my black leather um, aviator shawl collar, um, shirling collar jackets. They're both alternatives to Saint Laurent because I you know I've I've seen those Saint Laurent jackets before and they're just too fucking expensive. There's no way I'm gonna afford that. So these are like alternatives that I'm I'm that are pretty damn close, man. Like I've done a pretty good job, um, recreating them. I have like, I have, uh, two Levi's one, one's a denim jacket. One's a, a suede jacket. Those probably I would have preferred if they were like Tom Ford or St. Laurent as well. Polo, Ralph Lauren. Um, just because like the, you know, 
there's just but 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 the thing about it is like they you know a, a, a Levi's denim jacket and a Saint Laurent denim jacket is like this it's the same fucking thing the di- the only difference is the den the the name brand but they're literally like I've seen them in person before they're literally like the same thing so a lot of the alternatives in my wardrobe like I get away with them because like they're just they're so close but this thing that I recently this this fucking polo corduroy jacket that I just bought from Ralph Lauren is like there's no alternative to this thing like this thing is oh god it's so beautiful And and it's because of the color it's because of the color um it is like the classic it's in the classic um ralph lauren truck it uh tr- i'm sorry trucker pattern so if you look up like ralph lauren polo uh denim trucker jacket and it's like the one that has the chest pockets that are just a little bit slanted just giving it that little extra oomph that just looks so fucking cool yeah it's that pattern so right away the pattern is a little bit different from from traditional trucker jackets because if you look at the levi's the saint laurent the tom ford they all have the um, they all have like the little triangle chest pocket which i again i know it's very very little tiny subtle thing but this thing is like really really uh like reminiscent of of polo because it's like it's it's the classic jacket that they've been doing for so long, um, and I know Lee, the the denim brand, also has like a pretty similar iteration of it. But those are like the only two ones. So, um, so yeah, um, I I knew that it wasn't such a big deal about the pocket thing, but this corduroy is a completely different color from anything I've ever seen. It is like this really fucking beautiful, like golden, like golden brown. Literally looks like a wheat color, like wheat. It just looks like golden wheat. Like, oh god, man, it's it's so it looks so nice. And and the corduroy on it just looks it looks like man, it's it's like that corduroy that's almost like suede. Like it's just so soft and like so. Oh my god, dude! I've been wanting this thing for like two years because I there's no alternative to this thing. There is no alternative to this thing. There's other, there's definitely a shit ton of corduroy jackets, but like to get that exact color, that exact pattern, and it's polo. Like, damn. Like, so today, my <laughs> today I will admit my finger was itching a little bit, and I was like, oh, well, I kind of want to buy something. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> It's been a while. Um, and so real quick, let me just talk. Let me just smooth things over with you guys. Those cowboy boots that I got were all from, one of them was from a thrift shop here in town where I live. And two of them, two of the other ones, literally, wow, dude, like, oh, man, it was crazy. Like, what a come up. What a come up, dude. each, $10 each. Now the ones that I found here in town that are Tony Lama, those were $30. So those were, there's a little bit, you know, and, and, 
and I know what you're thinking, like that's 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 nothing. But um, I have like 15 pairs of cowboy boots, so I have a lot. I have a lot, and I have a little problem, and I deal with that problem by buying very very cheap shit, very very cheap. Uh, very finding it as low and cheap as I can. I don't have a pair of cowboy boots that are any more than fifty dollars. Like all of them are just really, really cheap. They're well made. Trust me. They're they're uh, you know they're not uh, you know they're not China. You know no disrespect, but you know they're not shitty made. They're really well American made, but they're not luxury or anything like that. And they're not middle level. They're they're just the most basic of cowboy boots. Um, basic traditional american cowboy boots that you can find at like boot barn cavenders cabela's uh shit like that um so i yeah i got a lot of tony llama i got a lot of dan post um and a couple of other like just random ones but uh i the 30 dollar pair that i found here were tony llama black um traditional cowboy uh heel uh heel traditional yeah just black leather accent everything traditional western cowboy boot really really solid pair um i already have a pair of black cowboy boots but they're a little bit different they're a little bit different and these are definitely like and the ones that i already have are pretty run down man they're pretty run down and those are definitely like the beaters and these that i just found at you know the tony llamas that i just found for 30 dollars, they're 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 really really nice they're really nice those are definitely going to be for like dressing for like really nice occasions so you know 30 dollars. i thought what the hell either way if i if i decide that you know whatever happens i know i can totally resell them i can totally resell them whatever happens i can give them away I've got uncles who are really into cowboy boots. Uh, my brother, you know, I just, I can sell them. I can do whatever, you know. Either way, $30 was a really good price for them. They were half off. They were originally 60 So I just thought, fuck it. But, and I wasn't even looking for anything like that. I was just in the thrift shop, like, just, you know, browsing random shit. Um, but I recently went to Albuquerque and with my brother and I I try I try my best. I I'm like that kind of person that like I want to go to every single thrift shop. I'm like that person like one of my friends is incredibly rich and they have a lot. They have a lot of stuff. They have a lot of stuff. Uh their house is huge and they're just super rich and and I know his mom distinctively does the same thing that I do and it's that they're just so rich they just have so much money that it's kind of become a hobby for them to like find things that they don't exactly need for such a cheap price. Like it's, it's for me, it's like the bargain. It's almost like the bargain. Um, and so I have a pretty damn complete, uh, wardrobe of, of, of cowboy boots. Like I, I have the whole range I have from, from really light, bright, uh, tan, leather cowboy boots all the way up to chocolate brown desert brown uh all the way up to black leather boots um and and so i i already have like a complete set of of the range of everything that i'll wear for the entire week for whatever um but 
we were in Albuquerque, and I was like, fuck it. Let's just go look at some thrift shops real quick. I just want to see if there's any good deals at all. Um, so I went to a thrift shop, and I actually bought I, – I actually saw a pair of blue, uh, like, really nice dress slacks um, that are made out of, like, that really nice – cloth they're 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 like law enforcement pants um because they're made out of this cloth that's like really stretchy but also like really thick almost like a wool almost like a stretchy wool but it's like really yeah it's just it's they're really really nice and um and the reason i got those is because i only had a pair of blue dickies i actually have two pairs of blue dickies and they both serve the same purpose. But I have two pairs of them because I just wear them so often. Like, you cannot go wrong with a pair of navy blue dickies. You can wear those with fucking anything and they look great. So I had two. I have two pairs of them already and I rotate them as much as I can. But they're already, like, really getting worn out. And, and I thought, too, like, the dickies don't... They look great, but for, like, a really special occasion, you might want to bump it up just a little bit more have a little bit more of an edge a little bit of a different style and so i was like fuck it i'll try these blue slacks and see how they look with a pair of cowboy boots and you know see how they do up against the dickies and man i'm really happy i got them because they fucking they fit so well and i got them for like so cheap too um like five bucks or something like that and they're they're like my blue pair of dress pants now um and then also, I was just looking around. Uh, we went to like three different thrift shops. Out of all of them, all I got were those pants. And then in the last Goodwill that we checked, two pairs of Dan Post cowboy boots in my size, literally sitting right next to each other, $10 each. $10 each. Can you believe that shit, dude? Can you believe that shit? ten dollars each and they're in perfect condition perfect condition you they've got a little bit of creasing around the the um the shaft of the ankle that's gonna happen after you take 10 steps in an in a brand new pair of cowboy boots no heel drag just the tiniest bit of wearing on the bottom leather that was it no scratches nothing man i was whew, man that's one of that's one for the ages, man. So, and actually, what ended up happening is that I, I didn't even need, I, 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 you know, I already have a pair of really nice brown leather cowboy boots. And these, one of them was like a little bit darker, almost like a cherry brown leather uh, cowboy boot. And the other one was like a little bit of a lighter leather. The other one was actually a lot lighter now that I think of it. They're sitting right next to my straight up like really light tan ones. And they're they're just a little bit darker than those, but a little bit lighter than the, you know, regular brown leather ones. Um, and so I actually ended up giving, uh, I let my brother choose. I, I was like, I don't really need these. And he, he doesn't have a single pair of cowboys. So he's like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, he took the darker, the darker brown pair, which totally fine with me. Um, and I ended up with, yeah, I ended up with these. And so, so yeah. Um, and then the other two pair of pants that I bought, I bought a pair of Wrangler, uh, the other day, like a little bit after this was when I was at, uh, at the Goodwill 
in um in the you know the next town over because every time I go over there, every time I go out of town, um, I live in a college town and it's right next to a real like city, uh, probably like 15 minutes away. And so every time I have to go to the city for like errands or whatever, I'll always stop by the Goodwill and check it out. I always stop by the Goodwill and the vintage shops or whatever. And this time I had to go for like a oil change or something like that. Uh, and yeah, I went to the, to the Goodwill and like I said, I always go, I always check out their shops no matter if I don't need anything, because if you ever go in there, you see something that's better than what you already have, or it's already just so much cheap like that. It, it's, it, you know, it's like really cheap shit. So like I went in there and I actually really didn't have too much intentions, intentions of buying anything, but I saw a couple of pair of pants that, I thought I actually needed and it was because much like the like how I said I have two pairs of blue dickies because I just wear them so much I also had a pair of of khakis and a pair of brown uh pants like dark brown pants um that I just wear like really like constantly man and I thought it'd be a really good idea to buy an extra pair of each. So I bought an extra pair of the khakis and I bought an extra pair of the dark brown slacks. Um, they were both like $10 each. So yeah, man. Um, I know it's a lot of like little buying here and there, but I'm really going to slow down already. I, I, I've already spent, what was that? Like a, all total so far this year, I spent $200, I think on clothes. So I know... I know, um, I know I, I, it's, it's, <laughs> we're off to a bad start because this is barely, uh, February. <laughs> so I know we're off to a bad start. Um, but, uh, I, I really, I'm, I, uh, I'm going to, sl- I got to slow down. I'm going to slow down. I uh, just, <laughs> and I say this all the time, but this is literally like, yeah, this is my last purchase. That's after this. I'm going to, uh, I've got a lot already. I've, I've got almost basically everything that I have. And like on top of that too, um, I also like, I, 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 there's, there's this whole other thing that's going on too. And it's with my, my body because I'm also losing a lot of fucking weight. So it's really, really not smart for me to be buying clothes right now however i am a tailor and i can tailor clothes you know me and that old sewing machine over there and in my closet yeah um uh, yeah uh it's a little tricky that and this is where we're going into another discussion and that's about how like i today especially today I realized something pretty big and it's that mm, because I know I've been talking to you guys about how like how full force I'm going right now in the kitchen and in the library and at work and in my mind I'm going full force guys um, I'm, I'm, I'm putting the pedal to the metal everything um, you know like I'm, I'm studying harder reading everything learning as much as I can um, and I'm also taking care of my body. You know, it's not just my mind. 
I'm also like I've been on a diet for a really long time. Like last year, I was on a diet for like almost the entire year. I lost like 20 pounds. So like, I'm doing really good. And this year, I want to lose even more, you know, because like I said, I'm just I'm a I'm a twinge, a little bit, just a little bit overweight. So, um, and so like I said, um, uh, I'm really really focusing on. And like right now too, I, so that's what I was, uh, because, and, and like last year, even I last this year is starting off great, man. I'm off to a good start. Like I I've got it down to a system in the kitchen and I've been like really, really strict on my diet. And I know throughout the podcast, even last year I had been, I've been telling you guys about how much I've been struggling and you know, I'll go like a couple of weeks on a really strict diet and then maybe a weekend or two here and there. I'll, you know, I'll cut loose Domino's pizza, whatever. Um, but so far this year, I'm doing great, man. I'm like this year starting off good. And I've already lost probably like, man, somewhere around, I'm going to say like five pounds so far this year, which is not a lot. It's not a lot. I know, but it's a lot for me because it's hard for me. And, and I know that's kind of a cop out, but you know, I'm trying, I'm really trying. Um, and so, and the thing too, is that I'm not exercising. Like I, I don't work out. I don't like exercise, like run or anything like that. And I know it's bad, but I've spent so many years throughout middle school and high school trying it that way and I I can't do it I can't I get discouraged too easily I give up and the thing that is working for me the most and the thing that I've stuck to for so long is just simply dieting just restricting just don't eat too much and just go about your day don't even think about the kitchen that's what I've been doing and it's working great Um, obviously I know I would lose weight like so much faster if I was also exercising, but it's so, it, it just makes so much more sense to me that I just eat healthier because, and eat less because I also like, I just save so much time. Like, like I just, I don't want to think about it because it's work. I it's, it's work and I just don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about the kitchen and shit like that. And it's really, it's been working for me. I'm just on a really strict diet and I know it's, it's a really, it's going to be a much longer and slower process, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because it's, it's really the only thing that's working. Um, I, yeah, I used to try, I used to have like in like when I was like in, in like the first couple of years of college and stuff like that, I would go like two months of just eating terrible and I'd be like, okay, I'm done with this. And then for like a week, I'd like just work out insane. And then after that, I'd just be like, man, I can't fucking take this shit and just go back. And then another two or three months of just shitty eating and then of just shitty eating. And then, and then like another week and then it's like, oh, like, okay, I'm done with this shit. And then a week of eating healthy and exercising. So that just wasn't working for me. That wasn't working for me. So so I'm just I'm just fucking eating healthy and I do like I have this new thing too because I know that I need to do at least a little bit of exercise but like the most I'll do is I'll go with my dog I walk my dog twice a day and I do like 10 minutes of yoga in the morning 
which I know it's not a lot, but you, I'm eating very, very healthy, like very healthy. Um, I actually got this new system, um, just like brand new. I just started it like, like a couple of weeks ago and I actually just bought a blender um, and I'm starting to make like these really healthy uh, vegetable smoothies. Um, and I'll throw I'll throw like a bunch of kale, spinach, strawberries, uh, blueberries, and stuff like that. Um, carrots, celery, and almond milk, chia seeds, uh, flax seeds, uh, some other kind of fucking seed. I don't remember. Just a bunch of healthy shit. And then. Um, what else? Uh, oh yeah, almond milk, of course, to make it runny. Um, and then, uh, like, what is it? Like, it's like a little scoop. It's like a little scoop that comes with the protein powder of of uh, whey protein powder, vanilla flavor. And I'll dump one of those in there too. And then I'll liquefy that bad boy up. And then I'll pour it into two separate cups. And then I'll drink one of those in the morning with like a little sliver, like a half, a half of a half of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I'll eat that in the morning. That'll be my breakfast. And then at lunch, I eat like a chicken sandwich or like, um, like a chicken sandwich or like an egg with like a little piece of bacon or something like that, a little piece of sausage, you know, some real food, real protein. Um, and like a little bit of bread. I'll even eat like a little bit of chips, a little bit of salt, a little bit of junk, you know, mix it up, a little bit of junk. It's not going to hurt you, you know, just having that little much every day. Um, and then at night, I'll eat the same thing that I ate in the morning. From I'll have that leftover cup that I made in the morning, pound that smoothie um, and that little tiny bit of peanut butter and jelly. And so far, that little system is working so well for me because it takes me like – it takes me like 15 minutes or so to make that smoothie in the morning. And that is literally my breakfast and dinner. And then for my lunch, which does take, it takes a little bit longer. It takes like 30 minutes. Um, but that is the lunch is like the heavier, the heaviest food of the day. And that's in the middle of the day when I need it most, uh, when I'm hungriest, when I'm just, you know, really want to eat something. So that is working amazing so far man because i've been sticking on this thing i've been eating like this for like two weeks it's going great like i don't feel tired at all i have all the energy in the world i it's crazy too because i have it down to a system like like that smoothie i'll have the first one like at like at 10 like right before i go to the library and then i'll eat again like at three which is like the heavy meal in the middle of the day and then like at eight or nine i'll have that last smoothie so like it's I have it down to such a like a tight system that like I won't be hungry throughout the day until like an hour or like 30 minutes right before my next meal comes up and that's when my stomach is just like oh like just fucking growling but like for the majority of the day I I won't even think about food nothing man and it's it's working out so great because that that's just one of the things that I have to do because I have an eating problem. I just eat too much, and I just comfort myself with food. And I I just eat too much. I'll I'll eat too much. That's my fucking problem. You know, every, I, there's millions of Americans that just eat too much. So 
the smartest thing for me, thing that's working, is just removing myself from the kitchen. Just in and out, bare minimum. Just get what you need to eat, the healthiest shit, whatever, and you're done. So, and it's actually really surprising just how delicious those smoothies are. How delicious they are. And they're, they're oh my God, dude, they're so fucking good, man. They're not as good as that chicken sandwich in the middle of the day, but, man, they're fucking bomb. And they look like straight fucking dog shit when they come out of that blender. They fucking look like just a glop of, like, fucking grayish green mush. And I know, I know, I know I could make them better. I know if I added more berries and less spinach and less kale, and if I added a little bit more milk, um, and maybe, like, even, like, sugar, cinnamon, and stuff like that, but then that's making it less healthy. So I'm okay with it tasting the way it does right now. And it's fucking healthy as shit, man. There's a lot of kale. There's fucking spinach, celery, carrots. There's all kinds of good shit in there. And I don't even think about it. I just fucking go in the morning, blend all that shit together, and just fucking, ah, dude, it's so much better than eating that fucking stupid shit. Like sitting there and chewing on carrots like a fucking retard, like... It's just so much better, and and so, and like, uh, yeah, the, and they're really filling too. Like they're really filling, and it's like the perfect amount of protein just to get you going through the day without having to like you know, eat unhealthy shit. So, um, so yeah, I'm planning on losing a lot more weight too. So, and I've already like, I you know there was a point like a couple years ago where I was wearing 2XL. I was wearing 2XL. I was fucking fat, man. <laughs> I was fucking fat, dude. I was super and I know I talked about like my weight loss journey and stuff, but man, I've lost a lot of weight. I lost a lot already and I'm I'm down to like wearing large. I'm wearing large now. I went from 2X to extra large. And I'm still like right there in between extra large and large, but pretty soon, pretty, it's only a matter of weeks before I break on through to large, where large just fits me perfectly. And it's crazy because I've just been constantly, constantly having to retailor everything because everything is just fitting bigger and bigger as I go. Because I'm getting smaller. <laughs> I don't want to confuse you guys. But um, I'm having to constantly go in there and make shit smaller. And do you have any idea how hard that is? It's This is the thing. There are some articles of clothing that are a lot easier to tailor down than others. Denim jackets, trucker jackets... Shirts are the easiest. Button-up shirts, dress shirts, those are the easiest. Sweaters are a little bit more difficult. Um, pants. Pants are a little tricky, but they're not as hard as jackets. Jackets are the hardest thing. I know what you're thinking right now. How the fuck do you tailor a jacket down? You can do it. You do it the same way that you do a shirt. Only the fabric, of course, is much heavier you got to take the patterns apart and you got to make everything smaller. You put it back together and it's, uh, 
I so far I've probably done it like four times to this denim jacket that I'm looking at right now that I got from ASOS when I was 2XL. I remember when I was 2XL, that jacket fit me perfectly fine. And now I've gone through and tailored it down probably like three times. I'm pretty sure that jacket is like a true large right now because I actually have, I have from my high school days, a real Levi's large jacket, true to size large. And that one fits exactly like the ASOS one. They're like, they're literally right next to each other. And it's, and it's like that just that. So I know now I know that I'm like a large, I'm, I'm a large, I'm, I'm, I fit, I, I'm not gonna lie. I feel a little tight. I fit a little tight in a, in a, in a, in a large denim. So, you know, I'm, I'm definitely still pretty chunky there, but, um, like I said, I'm hoping, I'm really hoping by the, by the end of this month, hopefully sometime around next month, I'm fitting like perfectly into a large jacket. That's, that's the sweet spot for me is a large, just to perfectly fit into a large, like, and what I mean by that is like these denim jackets, they fit like, they do fit pretty tight. And I don't want you guys to picture anything stupid or anything like that. If you go on my Instagram, my Twitter, you guys can see how these jackets look. They look totally fine when they're unbuttoned. But when I button them up, man, they get pretty tight. <laughs> so I, right now, I don't button them up at all because, yeah, they're, they're too tight buttoned up. Um, but I'm hoping, yeah, like I said, end of this month, towards the next month, um, I'm going to be able to button them up comfortably. So I'm really looking forward to that. And which brings me to my, you know, what I was talking about earlier is I am really like buying this jacket. I had to think, I had to think about it. Like, like, holy shit, because it was a hundred, it was, it was a hundred dollar Ralph Lauren polo jacket. Like this is no small purchase. So I had to think there for a little second, like, you know, this was really like, and, and, and I know I've heard of people who buy shit like in a small size that they like, they just never get to it. And they're just like, they just give up on it because like, there's no more motivation, you know, like I'm just give up. Like, uh, you know, so I was, I was thinking about that and I'm so committed to the, to, to sticking with this diet, you know, I'm so committed and I've come so far and I really think I could do it that I, I went ahead and got it in the large. So yeah, it's going to fit a little tight when it first comes in. But what I do know about corduroy is, and this is why, the reason I got it large, is because I do know that corduroy stretches a little bit, has a little bit of give to it. And I know that a trucker jacket is something that I can tailor very easily because it's a trucker jacket that's corduroy, so it's a, it's even thinner than than denim is what I'm expecting. So if I get even below a large, like I'm, I know I'm going to make it to a large, but I, if I even get smaller than a large, like between like a large and a medium, and I want to go even tighter, I should be able to do it to this jacket, just like I, I should be able to do it to all of these other jackets. But, um, my goal weight, my goal weight is, is probably like 180. And right now I weigh like just over 200. So I've got like those 20 pounds that I want to go to. 
uh, that I want to drop down. And I'm thinking of around 180, I'm going to be right there in that territory, like just barely fitting into medium. So I know as I keep going, I'm going to have to keep tailoring and stuff, but I can't tell you how much better I you can only imagine how much better you look as, as, as you drop down to the weight that you're supposed to be. And I'm not talking about anorexia. I'm talking about fucking if you're being too fat, you're not going to look as good as if you should be the weight that you're supposed to be. And the weight that I'm supposed to be is 180. I, I, I know that much. Um, I'm, I'm not going to fuck around. Like that is realistically a good weight for me because I do have a lot of muscle and I'm like 5'10". So like, and even if you look, even if you look at like 5'10", like uh, BMI, whatever online, like that's even supposed to be like 150 or 160. So I think 180 is a good goal. I think I'll look fine at 180. Just, just a little bit pudgy, but better than fucking fat as hell, man. Um, so, um, yeah, uh. Man, this really turned into a long episode. <laughs> Definitely went over the hour mark, but I'm going to close it real soon. I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to announce to you. I, I was super excited, super excited about this jacket, guys. Like, I had just been wanting it for so long. And it's really like one of those basic building blocks of my wardrobe that I know is going to def- just make its way into into my rotation just so easily. Because I have this new little thing where I'm trying out that I wear the same thing for like three days in a row. And I know it's not very, it's kind of a weird thing that I'm, I'm considering. Because you guys know me, I'm a very, very specific person with what I wear. I, at all times, whatever I'm wearing has to be just the most flattering. It has to be physically the most flattering thing for my body. That's just, I have this little psychological, little fucking psycho thing in my brain where I, I just have, I have to be. And of course it connects to my whole thing about confidence and stuff like that, which is a whole nother discussion, but you guys know how specific I am with my clothes. And so, um, and so uh, I've been doing this thing where I'll wear something for like five days in a row. And <laughs> it's funny too, because I've been getting a little looks from the librarians and stuff. And they're just like, huh, I'm doing the same thing over again. But I look fucking great. I'll, I'll, you know, I'm talking like a pair of like a, like blue pair of Dickies with a brown pair of cowboy boots and a, like a white button up shirt with a denim jacket. Like it's just, really really low-key subtle really well-dressed looking stuff that you just go right under the radar no one like no one hardly even notices it but the librarians are starting to notice that I keep doing that for like five days in a row (laughs) they're like oh okay oh new outfit (laughs) so um I have uh, yeah I'm trying it out I've only been doing it for like three weeks but it's going good so far. I I like it. I like it. Because I like not having to think about my clothes, the outfit in the morning. 
again, because, you know, you guys know how specific I am. And the last thing I want to do is wake up in the morning. And I've had this fucking exact situation happen to me where I'm just like sitting there for like hours just looking at something. I'm just like, fuck, I just want it to be a little bit different. And then before you know it, I'm fucking, I got the sewing machine out and I'm like, I just want to fix it because I just, I want to wear this today. So I'm like, fuck that. Fuck all that. I'll just wear the same shit. I'll, I'll, I'll every, like every five days, I'll just think up of a new thing and just wear that for the whole week and then just give it no thought. Just like perfectly, you know, have the perfect outfit for those five days, like almost like a uniform, like a worker's uniform, just five days. And then before anyone really starts to notice or before, you know, before your clothes really start to stink and you really fucking, you know, that is a problem that I've been noticing too is like, Shit, you know, your clothes does get, you know, um, dirty after wearing it for five days in a row. So, um, so yeah, I'll fucking, uh, five days is like the limit for me so far where it's like, okay, I either got to wash this, got to change, you know, new outfit. And the, like that, that day where you like change into the new outfit is just the best feeling ever. I don't, I don't know. It just feels so good. It feels like you've been like in a little, it feels like you start off with like this really fresh outfit for like the first few days. And then the last two days, you're just like, oh, I can't wait for the next outfit because you're just like really going to break free to a whole nother, a whole nother, like another good outfit. So um, I've been doing that and it's going great because I don't fucking have to think about shit when I wake up in the morning. I just throw that same shit on. And then, you know, come come Monday, I'm going to have a new one, you know, librarians, I'm going to have a new outfit Monday. Um, and so I, I know that this jacket is going to work perfectly within this rotation. It's going to work with almost every other, every other piece in my wardrobe. I have a really, really versatile wardrobe. There's like, you can't, I, you can't fuck up my wardrobe. Like, I've got a lot of just really organic natural colors. I've got a lot of blues, a lot of browns, a lot of whites, a lot of blacks, a lot of dark browns, a lot of dark blues, um, hardly any red, hardly any green, um, hardly any like crazy like purple or anything like that, nothing like that. Uh, my wardrobe is very versatile. You can just wear like anything with anything in there and you'll look perfectly fine. So, um, but of course I do have like some pair ups that are my favorites. I, I, I do have, you know, some, some stuff definitely works a lot better with other stuff and that's, that's what I focus on. But, uh, but yeah, anyways, um, polo, Ralph Lauren polo, um, corduroy, um, beautiful golden brown color, uh, trucker jacket. Um, looking forward to it, man. I'm, man, I'm going to be all over on fucking, I'm going to be all over on Twitter and Instagram with that shit, man. Believe me, you're going to see me in that thing next week. <gasps> Ooh, sorry about that. A little bit of smoothie coming up, <laughs> but, uh, anyways, Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, also, oh, just one last thing. One last thing. <laughs> and it's actually kind of a big thing. But I also decided to buy, you know, 
I was like, I'm going to splash. I don't give a shit. I'm going to splash. <laughs> I, you know, I took fucking two exams today. I had a little, you know, I was, I got, you know, it's, it, the, you know, the Kanye West in me was like, it's Ralph. Come on, bro. So I was like, fuck it. All right. And then I saw the little $10 shipping fee and I was like, okay, just buy something, buy, buy a little something else. And then I did a little bit of looking and then I saw that they have really good cologne or so I read on the internet that it's good. And I said, fuck it. I threw in a $50 bottle of cologne, which I was really hoping to like buy something for like 30 or $20, but the cologne is just so fucking expensive. Um, so figuratively in my head, I was like, you're going to pay $10 for shipping if you don't anyways. So you're kind of saving $10. I know it's really fucking stupid, but <laughs> it's a really stupid materialistic way of looking at it. But that's that's the reasoning I went into it. Uh, and uh, and yeah, I bought the, uh, I bought the uh, what is it? The Polo Ralph Lauren uh, Blue. It's like blue label or something like that, cologne. Um, and I got the tiniest bottle that I could get for $50. Um, I did a little bit of research and it's supposed to last me like at least six months, maybe even a year because you guys know I don't go out much. So I'm rarely going to be using this thing, maybe like once a week or something. So it should last me a while. Uh, it's 1.3 milliliters. So um, yeah. That shit was 50 bucks, man. That I, That is literally still something right now that is like in the back of my head, like, fuck, did you, should you really have done that? But, but no, I did research and I, I had smelled that cologne before too at the mall and I knew that it smelled good. And I know that I, I need cologne. I need cologne because I have, I have like this shitty like Beth and Body Works cologne that I use when I go out for like, oh, the big night, like when it's really important, like if I ever have a date. And so I, this this little like, the way I like, the the reasoning behind it was like, if I'm going to go out on a date, I need to have like the best cologne. So that's what went into this. I was like, oh, 50 bucks. It's going to last me a long time. It's sort of an investment. So I was like, fuck it, you know, I'll try it. Um... And also, I do kind of think that I should start. I should start looking into cologne. I, I I would really like if I would have like at least maybe like a cup or like three different bottles of like just something that you know for a very special occasion. Um, I've also really heard that I've also heard that Aqua de Jour or Aqua. Yeah, Aqua de Jour or some shit like that. Alpaca Rabanne or something like that. I don't fucking know, man. Um, it's the bottle that's like... Yeah, it's it's Aqua de Jour. Yeah, I've heard that that one is really, really good. And I have a cousin who's really into cologne and super rich. And he's you know, always about this shit. And he's always talking about how that one's good. So I think I might might be like looking into buying one of those pretty soon. But... Um, yeah, that 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 was definitely something that I I didn't need, but man, I was in the splash zone and it just it took over me. So yeah, um, I'm gonna try my hardest not to buy anything until the summer. Um, I'm gonna try really really hard, hunker down, try not to spend anything else. So uh, yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening and. 
go check out the Instagram and check out the uh, Twitter where I'm going to definitely be uploading pictures of that sweet, sweet polo Ralph Lauren jacket when I get it. Oh, man, I, fuck, I love getting new shit. <laughs> it's so bad, but I love getting new clothes. Oh, it just gives you so much more hope. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Cool.